Welcome to the Mark Narrations podcast, where we cover a whole wide range of Reddit-based stories. If you're new here, please consider subscribing to this podcast. And with that being said, let's get straight into today's episode. Much love, guys. What is up, guys? I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're covering some more, you guessed it, r slash mi, the butthole. If you'd like to skip the initial waffle, timestamps are in the description below and along the timeline. But if you are new here, please consider hitting that like, that subscribe, and maybe that notification bell too, as it all really helps out our channel. Now, yesterday, we had two new members join us. Oh, my word. We had one over on Patreon. We had Paul Sturmain. I'm sorry, I, I know you got a G in there. I don't know if that's silent or what. <laughs> so apologies if I got that wrong, but thank you so, so much. And over on YouTube, Starry Bird, thank you so, so much for joining us. You're all truly appreciated. And everyone for just taking the time out of your day to sit there and listen to me. It means the absolute world to me. So thank you so, so much. And with that being said, let's get in to today's stories. Much love, guys. Our first story comes from NewP7180. Am I the arsehole for screaming at my mum and forbidding her from seeing my child? ETA, I'm a male. When I was 15, my sister outed me to my parents who promptly kicked me out. I moved in with my boyfriend, now husband, and cut off all contact with them. Fast forward 10 years, I'm 25, he's 24, and we just had our first kid through surrogates and couldn't be happier. Until yesterday, when my mum showed up at my house. How she found my address, I don't know. She said she'd found out that I had a kid now and she wanted to meet her only chance at being a grandma. Neither of my sisters want kids. I told her tough luck and asked her to leave. She continued trying to get me to let her in, but I kept refusing. Eventually, I started shouting at her that if she didn't get the fuck off my property, I would call the police. She started crying and begging to see my daughter. I told her if she ever came anywhere near any of us, I was getting a restraining order against her. She finally left, but I'm starting to feel like I was too harsh. Am I the asshole? So let me get this straight. Your parents kicked you out of the house because you came out as gay. And then, and there was no contact for all these amounts of years. And then she finds out that you got, you had a, a child and now she wants back in. What the fuck? And that she didn't even mention about what she'd done in the past. How is that right? <laughs> oh my word. I can't imagine sort of the mental scars that were put on someone like a child, a minor being kicked out at such a young age, being kicked out of the house for being gay. What is wrong with this world, man? You know, it's so sad. Let's take a look at the comments below to see what we can find. Narcissa96 says, hell no, not the asshole. Your parents kicked you out as a minor. Your mum can't just show up and demand to see her granddaughter. BBS4321 says, not the asshole. Your parents kicked you out as a minor. I'm so, so sorry. And she showed up to see your child, not you. She's not entitled to have a relationship with your child and you had every right to be harsh as you were when she showed up to your house unannounced after a decade. That's some audacity. Definitely not the arsehole. Congratulations on your new happy family life. Demogra says, not the arsehole. She just took her pants off and dropped a massive steamy dump on your boundaries. That's not the way to rekindle a relationship. She burned that bridge a long, long time ago. It's not fair for you to be expected to welcome her back in when she only went after you when she felt she had something to gain from it. Also, no is a complete sentence and somehow she managed to fail at understanding a two-letter word. Maybe she needed a restraining order to be able to do so. <laughs> the steamy dump, man. I'm such a child laughing at that. But now I'm going to turn it to you guys. What do you guys think of this story? Let me know in the comments below. And don't forget to vote on that poll in the description for story one. 
Our next story is from Socially Orcs. Am I the asshole writing a blunt email to an airline employee for giving out my travel details to my grandmother? Long time lurker, first time poster. Here goes. Last week I, 30 female, made a travel booking to go back to my home country. I'm a student. Today, I found out that one of the airline employees who handled my booking told my grandmother over lunch they happen to be good friends and the employee is married to a distant relative of mine. Due to the nature of my travel, health concerns, not COVID, I've yet to inform my extended family as I am feeling a bit overwhelmed and need some time to compose myself and inform my extended family. I didn't think that airline employees were allowed to give out personal information of their passengers, even if it's to family members. Anyway, I was pretty upset about it. I'm a private kind of person and also the reason I'm going home is a bit of a sensitive topic for me at the moment. An emailed said employee to let her know that I was extremely disappointed that she told my grandmother about my upcoming travel back home without my consent. To make it worse, this was not even the first time she has told my grandmother of my travels as I said as such in my email. I pointed out clearly that I did not wish for any future travel details to be known to other people, including family members, without my consent, and that I hoped she would assure me that the airline took its privacy policy seriously and that this would not happen again. I cannot book with other airlines in the future because this is the only airline that travels to my home country. The employer since replied and basically said, sorry, but we are family and I thought it was okay to discuss your travels with family. Anyways, I've worked for a long time at this company and must have gotten complacent. But I'm stunned you have reached this level and I am extremely disappointed in you. I don't understand why the employee is feeling disappointed in me when they are the ones that breached their privacy policy and gave out my travel details. The responses made me question whether I overreacted slash was being a Karen etc or if my email was justified. So Reddit, am I the arsehole for emailing the employee that I didn't like her giving out my travel info? Hell no. I expect anyone, even if they're a family, to be keeping that shit under wraps. That's my business what I do. If I'm booking travel, that's my business. I had something fairly similar um, once before. I had to phone my local bank once. I can't remember what it was. I think there was like a, a odd transaction on my statement. So I phoned up to talk about it with someone at the bank. And this, this person who I didn't know at the time who they was, they turned around and said, are you Mark? Are you the Mark from this area? And I said, yes. He said, oh my God, it's me. And it was someone that used to live really close to me when we was younger. And then they started going through, they started going through my statement and then commenting on things that I had purchased. <laughs> it was like really awkward. And I can remember one of the comments saying, oh, so you're a bit of a gamer. What games are you buying? And then <laughs> it was just stuff like that. It's like, are you going too far here or what? Anyway, I'm going a bit off topic, but what I'm saying is I'd equally be as pissed off. And for them to turn around and saying that you have st you have reached this level and I'm extremely disappointed in you would make me want to probably take this further and, and speak to one of their higher ups because that is just not on blaming you for it when they're the ones who's being inappropriate. Hell no. Let's go to the comments below to see what we can find. That one redditor bitch says, not the arse, I'll report them to someone higher up. This isn't okay at all. It doesn't matter if you're family or not. Comfy Mistake says, not the arsehole, I think you should report her. She doesn't understand the line between her job and her personal life and probably broke the law in the meantime. Kissed by Fire X says, not the arsehole, fuck no. What she's doing is illegal in a lot of countries. If you're in the EU, it is a direct violation of GDPR. The company could be fined thousands. She could be fined thousands and end up with a criminal record. This is an extremely serious breach of policy. Add in the fact that she got the gall to accuse you of being in the wrong when you call her out. Just oof. Call a customer service line or head office. Make a formal complaint against her and forward them the email trail. What an entitled madam. I want to say something much stronger, but you know, rules and stuff. 
go nuclear. To be honest, it's beyond making sure she doesn't do it to you again. It's the fact that she has such a blatant disregard for her employees' data protection policies and the law. Who else is she doing to? Now, I'm gonna turn it to you guys. What do you guys think of this story? How would you have handled it? Would you report her? Let me know in the comments below and don't forget to vote on that poll in the description for story two. And our next story is from SIL Wedding Jewelry. Am I the arse of her refusing to let my SIL keep my jewelry that she wore for her wedding, even though she's having a daughter? My SIL is actually married to my half brother, but for the post's sake, I just refer to him as my brother. We have the same mother, different fathers. My brother was from my mum's first marriage and there's a 16 year age gap between us. He's 33, I'm 17. So we don't have a sibling relationship, we're more like cousins. We see each other a few times a year and have a good relationship, but we aren't super close. My mum died when I was six, so I don't have many memories with her. However, she left me all of her jewelry with a handwritten note about the significance of each piece. My paternal family is somewhat wealthy, so a lot of the jewelry is actually gifts from my dad slash grandparents to her or paternal heirlooms. Since I have few memories of my mum, I really treasure her jewellery. Going through life knowing that she's missing so many of my milestones is devastating, so I like to wear her jewellery during big events, so that it's like she's with me. My brother and SIL got married last year. They are upper middle class, but my SIL wanted a really lavish wedding that they couldn't necessarily afford. My paternal family gifted them a large sum of money, and I offered to let my SIL borrow some of my jewellery to wear for the wedding, instead of the costume jewellery she was going to wear. It was a nice way to integrate my mum's memory into the wedding and also be something borrowed. She was super excited and ended up picking out a set of pearl jewellery that were presents from my paternal grandparents to my mum for her wedding. She also chose a diamond brooch slash hairpiece that my mum and paternal grandma designed together using diamonds from the earrings she wore in my parents' wedding. Both of my grandma's engagement rings and some other paternal heirloom diamonds. They designed it together after I was born, intended for me. After the wedding, my SIL tried to keep the jewellery since she claimed it was now more sentimental to her. I said no, but my brother told me to give her them since they're from his mum too. But I don't think that's fair since the jewellery has no significance for his paternal family. They keep pestering me whenever we meet, even though I told them no. Now my SIL is pregnant and the baby is a girl. She messaged me with a list of jewellery she wanted from my collection because she wanted my niece to have them. That included all the above jewellery, some other jewellery my mum left me and also some pieces from my personal collection. My brother and SIL think that I need to give my niece the jewellery since she's the girl of the family. If my niece wanted to borrow the same jewellery her mum wore for her wedding, which won't even be for like 20 years, I'd gladly let her, but I don't want to give away these important signifiers of my mum. They're calling me a selfish arsehole since my niece won't have any inherited jewellery from her paternal family. I could definitely afford to give the jewellery away or buy more, but I don't want to and I won't. Am I the arsehole? Edit, thanks for everyone's comments to clear up some confusion. The jewellery is in my possession right now, so don't worry. Cool, that was one of my worries when I was reading this. I thought, if they've got it, you're not getting that back. But thank God you got it back initially after. That couple sounds like entitled assholes, man. And they, that just makes me sick. You know, you was kind enough to offer some of that jewellery to borrow because you wanted your mum to be a part of it and all this kind of stuff. And that was just so sweet of you to do so. And they basically just spat back in your face. Absolute assholes, in my opinion. That is your property. Your mum left that to you. They didn't have any right to that. But a strong suggestion would be to lock that up somewhere because if they get a chance, they're going to take that when they get when they get a moment. So, you know. 
look after it and keep it safe. Not the arsehole in my opinion, but let's go to the comments below to see what we can find. Amazing ad says, not the arsehole, that is your property and they have no right to demand you give it to them. That is ridiculous. The longer you put off getting the jewelry, the more they will feel it belongs to them. Get it back now, go to them and tell them to give you the jewelry. Luckily, OP's already told us she's got the jewelry back. The Mango says, not the arsehole, get a safe box and put the jewelry in there just in case. It sounds like they're not stopping anytime soon until they get that jewelry. It's yours and you were super gracious by letting SAL borrow your jewelry. They should have returned that to you immediately. Yes, there will be a girl in the family, but you have a greater right to it by being your mum's daughter. As someone else said, you can let your niece borrow it whenever she's 18 or so, but right now I don't feel as though your brother and SAL have the best intentions with it. It doesn't sound like they're doing it for the sentimental value. So don't give in, you have every right to it. 6 times 7 is 42 says, To be honest, I started out thinking that this might be delicate given that the jewellery is from OP's mother, who's also her brother's mum. But after reading, I have to say absolutely not the arsehole. The jewellery would not even be going to the brother, but to his wife who's never even met OP's mother. The level of entitlement is infuriating. Specifically, these facts really bothered me. Number one, she wanted a lavish wedding that they couldn't afford. Two, OP's father already wrote them a check for the wedding which was very generous, but he didn't have to, so she could have the wedding that they couldn't afford. Three, she picked like eight different pieces of jewelry that each sound very expensive and that were literally designed for OP by her mum. Four, she's demanding something that she has not owed in any way, shape or form, and that is not reasonable by a far cry. Not suggesting it, not asking nicely, but straight up demanding it, which is insane. Five, she has the audacity to write a list of which pieces she thinks Opie should give her for her daughter, who is not even born yet and won't even be able to wear jewellery for at least another decade. And the list sounds like she was keeping track of Opie's collection. Six, and the cherry on the cake, Opie is a teenager and she's an adult and she's trying to emotionally manipulate, coerce her into giving away personal heirlooms from her deceased mother. I have absolutely zero sympathy for the SIL. She sounds like an entitled, selfish, manipulative human being, and I think she should get nothing. If she had been gracious about it, maybe OP could have considered gifting a piece of her choice to her niece, but she's been a manipulative bully, and she should not be enabled, ever. The nerve to demand that from OP after OP's dad already footed the bill for her wedding is making my blood boil. OP, get all of your jewellery back and don't even feel bad about it for a second. You're in no way the arsehole and you should tell your dad and your dad's family about this, if you haven't already, and let them know that she feels somewhat entitled to wealth by proximity and that they should be aware of it. She sounds like someone who would definitely take advantage if given the opportunity. Good luck with us OP, don't back down, this is yours and she doesn't deserve you even considering to part with it. And what a good comment that was. And what do you guys think of this story? Let me know in the comments below and don't forget to vote on that poll in the description for story three. And our next story is from Fall Warfare. Am I the arse for telling my wife I won't give her a allowance every month? Me, male 23, and my wife, female 22, got married two months ago. She moved 100 miles away from her family and friends to live with me in the city. We live in a three bedroom new build home with a nice spacious garden. My wife currently has no job since she has left to live with me. She's been finding a very hard time finding a job since this pandemic has hit our economy hard. I work full time and earn £3,000 a month. I also rent out a property of my father's which covers our rent for our new home. I pay for our groceries and anything the house needs. She covers the car insurance, Wi-Fi and our own bills with her savings. 
I must say my wife is a very good stay at home wife. She cooks a very nice meals and bakes these amazing cakes for me every few days. She cooks me pancakes in the mornings as hers are honestly the best I've ever had and makes sure my lunch is packed and dinner is on the table when I get home. Also the house is spotless. Last night she expressed to me how she is running low on her savings. I cover literally everything so I'm not too sure what she spends her money on. Anyway, she told me she would like £100 a month so she can use it for her cream she applies at night and just so she can get her nails done and use it to feel nice. I told her I won't be giving her any allowance and if she needs anything like her nails done or her creams to just ask me instead and I'll transfer the amount. She got into a mood because I said no but I reminded her how I'm the one who's covering everything anyways and how I don't even want her to work because she doesn't need to. Am I the arse of her refusing her request because she did get into a mood the entire evening and acted just off? Now, I usually get in trouble from my comments on this because a lot of the time I always see like the male as being the controlling one and controlling the money and I do see it in this situation as well. So you can call me a simp or you're like, I couldn't give a shit. But here is my opinion. He says in this, I cover literally everything so I'm not too sure what she spends her money on. But earlier on, he says she covers her car insurance, Wi-Fi and her own bills with her savings. So surely she isn't earning nothing and she's using her savings so her money is going to dwindle at some point and it's going to run out. And the fact that OP doesn't want her to go to work, he wants her to be like a stay-at-home wife and carry on doing what she's doing, which apparently she's doing a fantastic job at, but she's not getting paid for it. She isn't earning nothing from this, so she hasn't got her own money to treat herself on what she wants, you know. This guy, if he wanted to, earning his money, he can go out and buy himself his own face creams if he wanted to, or whatever he wants to treat himself on. But she can't because she's literally running off zero money at the minute. She's running off savings, which is going to run out at some point. And shit, £100 a month is nothing. Is nothing when, just for little treats and things, £100 is nothing. It's ridiculous this is. And she has to put in some sort of formal request for these things now. So he has to put a little note. Oh, can, can I have some money to get my nails done? Bollocks for that. If you wanted to be a stay-at-home wife and look after the house, cook your meals and have all that good stuff like you're currently getting right now, pay the woman. Give her an allowance for Christ's sake. So I'm going to say arsehole in this story. I know people usually call me a simp for it, but I didn't give a shit. <laughs> Quite honest. <laughs> Let's go to the comments below to see what we can find. Madame Colette says, you're the arsehole. You want her to ask you for literally everything she wants. Are you always this controlling? Then quotes a section and says, obviously you don't because she has to ask you for money. Hopefully she'll get a job soon and you can start doing 50% of the cooking and cleaning. That'll happen, right? Faded Youth says, at first I was going to say no asses, but you're the arsehole. You said you pay for everything, but she is paying for her own bill slash Wi-Fi, etc. From her savings, then you are not. She doesn't get money like a job into her savings. They probably dwindle down. You don't want her to get a job and do all the housework, but I'm going to give her money. Unless you start giving her money for all that and what she's already paying, you're the arsehole completely. Harmon Max says financial abuse is never pretty. You're the arsehole. Reoccurring process says you're the arsehole. If you don't want your wife to work, but do want her to cook and clean, you should be giving her spending money to use at her own discretion. Now, I'm going to turn it to you guys. What do you guys think should happen in this situation? Let me know in the comments below and don't forget to vote on that poll in the description for story four. And our next story is from a non-husband. Am I the arsehole for making a kid cry at a public pool? This happened July 2019 and I still ponder whether or not what I did was wrong. Last year my wife was undergoing cancer treatment and because of chemo she had no hair. She usually wore scarves and hats out in public but this particular day she was brave enough to show off her bald head. We went out to a public pool just because we both needed a break. My wife sat in a sun chair reading a book 
she couldn't get into the water while I went in the pool with our son. I was playing with my son until I saw some other kid, maybe around 10, laughing at my wife. He yelled out, that lady is bold just like my dad. My wife started to head to the car. When my son was drying off, I went to the car and my wife was in tears. I went back to the pool and the kid who laughed at my wife was sitting with his mother. So I went up to him and asked him if he was the one who laughed at the lady with no hair. When he said yes, I sternly said, well that lady is my wife and she has cancer. That's why she has no hair and she's going through enough so you have no right to make fun of her. If only you had some compassion for others. I heard the kid sob as I walked away. My lecture was loud enough that the other people heard and I heard someone shout, what an arsehole, and other whispers. I let my wife know how I handled it and she was grateful that I stood up for her. When I told my sister and mum, they both said they understood me wanting to stand up for my wife, but I could have handled it a little kinder. So, am I the arsehole? I mean, I was so upset at the moment, I didn't even care how the kid felt. Edit, my wife was done with chemo in November 2019, and I hope she is doing much better now. As I said, you guys know my situation, and I've seen how devastating chemo can be, and still is at the moment. It's absolutely awful. So well done and I hope she's doing well right now. But trying to put myself in a 10 year old shoes, would I make fun of someone who I, who I saw was bold and a bit different from everyone else around me at the time? No, I wouldn't. I, my mum would have whacked me around the back of the head <laughs> if I'd done something like that. So there was no way I would, I would do that at all. So in my opinion, I think you going back and talking to this kid like that, you didn't shout at him, you wasn't rude, you just sternly told him and hopefully taught him a valuable lesson in life. Have a bit of compassion for others. You don't know what other people are going through, so don't take the piss. That is one of the big problems in the world. Everyone's quick to judge each other on face value. The person you're walking down the street, you don't know what they're going through. You don't know what ailments they got. You don't know what they're going through mentally. It's a slippery slope once, once we start going down that road. And hell, I'm still guilty of some things. You know, I walk down the road and I see someone dressed completely different and I think, whoa. And then I step back and think, fair play to them. They're doing what they want in life. Enjoy yourself, you know. Life's too short. And I've totally gone off the rails again. <laughs> but I think you're not the asshole in the situation. Hopefully you taught this kid a lesson and he remembers it. So let's go to the comments below to see what we can find. Dace Dole says, not the arsehole, you didn't scream at him and you didn't threaten him. At 10, he was old enough to hear how his behaviour affected someone else. Maybe next time, he will be a little more sensitive. Ducks are oppressed says, not the arsehole. This kid can't make fun of someone without consequences just because they're a kid. They deserved it and you made your wife happy. Hope she's well. Arsha says, not the arsehole. The kid was 10 and I wouldn't make such a mean joke at someone's expense when I was 10. Even if you had no idea about cancer, basic social norms explain that you don't make fun of people you don't know because of appearances. If the kid was five, I would have said you're the arsehole because he wouldn't have known any better. But 10 years old is old enough to know you don't make comments like that. I think you could have been nicer in handling it, but if he's never been disciplined enough to the point he starts crying because of that, then it's 100% the parent's fault. Raise your kids like the world revolves around them and they don't know the effects they have on others. Now, I turn it to you guys. What do you guys think of the story? Let me know in the comments below. And don't forget to vote on that poll in the description for story five. Once again, guys, thank you for being here today. As I always say, the time at your day is truly, truly appreciated. Joining the memberships, joining me on Twitter and Discord. You're absolutely blowing me away, guys. Thank you so, so much for the support. And I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love.